This is Tony Drake, Certified Financial Planner with Drake & Associates, and this is the Retirement Ready Show. Our goal is to educate you on the many topics of retirement and inform you how to create a successful Retirement Ready Roadmap. Thank you for joining me today for another episode where we will make your Retirement Ready Roadmap simple. I'm Tony Drake, Certified Financial Planner with Drake & Associates, and you're listening to the Retirement Ready Show. I have my uh, compadre here, Wendy Peppercorn. Hello. How's everything going, Wendy? Everything is going well. Yeah, anything new in the Peppercorn household? Uh, Home team, Team Peppercorn. Team Peppercorn. Just looking forward to wrapping up a good good school year, you know, getting things ready for the summer ahead. Everybody in my family is pretty much wrapped down, include, you know, wrapped up, including my husband, who's uh, you know, in the teaching world as well. So yeah. he's ready to be looking forward to summer too right now. Yeah, this is the month I feel like I'm kind of kicking my kids along. Like you're almost there, especially my senior. She's got a pretty horrible case of senioritis. Yeah, you got to give them that extra motivation. Yeah, yeah for a couple of days. Yeah, just make sure they get over the hump, get done successfully. Right. Right. Yeah, it's. Uh, I get it. It's tough. It is tough. The yeah. finish line is there. You just got to cross it. Yeah, it's a, it's a great accomplishment. She's going to be happy when it's over. She's got so much in front of her. You know, I going know. to college it's is going to be so much fun. Exciting, exciting uh, kind of time, uh, time of year and time of life, I guess. And I'm very excited for her. I'm sad, too, but, you know, it's a lot of mixed emotions. Yeah, absolutely. But, I mean, you know, she's kind of been away. I mean, you've been fortunate, you know, with her ski and everything. So it's it's not like she's kind of leaving the house because you kind of go to visit her because she's been so busy with her sports. So you just get to go into a new location and visit her. So that's that's right. That's right. Good stuff. Well, great topic uh, for this episode. We're talking about inflation. It's hard not to feel that, Wendy. I mean, whether you're filling up your vehicle at the gas station, buying a gallon of milk, you don't have to listen to the news to know that inflation is starting to rear its ugly head. All you need to do is purchase really just about anything today. But the bigger question is, what will this mean to your future retirement? And more importantly, what should you be doing today to make sure that future inflation doesn't put you at a greater risk of outliving your retirement assets? That's the biggest question we get. You know, do I have enough money? Am I going to be okay? So during this episode, we're going to give you three inflation-fighting retirement steps that can help you secure your financial future. And what do really the sad thing about retirement is that most people just kind of let it happen. They don't do a ton of planning. They spend more time planning their next vacation than they ever spend planning a future that could last for decades beyond the date they stop working. And the planning required to have a really enjoyable retirement isn't easy. And inflation can make it even more complicated and add much more risk to the future security. And so, you know, when we begin to think about inflation a little bit, Wendy, I think nowadays, again, regardless of how you feel politically, we know the government has spent a ton of money over the last two years, you know, and how can that increase inflation? Yeah, government spending, you know, definitely has a direct impact on inflation. You know, it's kind of funny, but when it comes to spending money, no one's better at it than our own politicians, right? It's always easier to spend someone else's money. The hard part is finding a way to pay for all our country's spending. It's no easy task. Basically, it comes down to two choices. We either raise taxes or print more money. As to the route that has been taken, you can say that printing presses in Washington have been in overdrive since the start of the COVID pandemic. 
And with so many lawmakers always on the lookout for ways to spend money more on infrastructure and social spending, it's reasonable to expect that even more money will soon be pumped into our economy, which then will likely increase that rate of inflation. This can easily turn out to be the worst form of taxation when it comes to your future retirement. Here's a simple example just of how this works. Consider what you might do if you woke up tomorrow and found you miraculously had an extra $500,000 in your bank account. That would be fantastic, right? I mean, you'd celebrate that, but I'd probably second guess it too. But after confirming that the money was yours, would you rush out and spend some of it? Maybe buy a new car, take a vacation? What would you do with it? Now imagine that everyone in the country also had that extra $500,000 in their bank accounts. You can expect there'd be a lot of people suddenly spending money on new cars. The new car lots would empty pretty fast. Car makers couldn't keep up with demand, so they'd probably raise their prices. And this is the classic definition of too many people, oops, sorry, too many dollars, people with that extra money, you know, chasing too few goods on those cars. And while there are many things that contribute to inflation, an increase in the supply of money is one of them. And I think, Wendy, that's a very kind of eloquent way to look at it. If people are confused and don't understand how this inflation is happening, suddenly there's all these extra dollars, whether it's in the market, in the form of PPP or stimulus checks that people got. And, you know, when you flood the economy with that kind of dollars, inflation is just a natural reaction. And that's why we're seeing the Fed start to raise these rates to try to offset that question is how fast are they going to do it how far are they going to have to go and what does that do to the stock market in the interim and you know inflation can really be the worst form of taxation for retirees you might have heard that social security benefit checks will be much larger right and the estimates of that social security you know we know it went up by cost of living by about six percent and a lot of people might have got that raise and thought great news right but that extra money that's right but unfortunately it might not be great news the reason behind the increase is simple inflation is going up as well and that's especially bad news for most retirees cost of living adjustments are tied to the consumer price index and what we pay for food, electricity, gasoline, and just about everything else has gone up dramatically. The problem is that even small increases in the cost of living really do add up over time. Let's say, for example, you need $60,000 for your first year of retirement. If we assumed a 2.5% annual inflation, in 20 years you'd need just over $100,000 to purchase the same goods. And with a 3.5% annual rate of inflation, you need almost $120,000. That's twice the $60,000 of income we started retirement needing, right? So inflation really does have a long-term impact on your spending and the longevity of your portfolio. And during a person's working years, any rise in the cost of living could be offset by periodic raises. But once you retire and stop working, you have to figure out how to replace that paycheck. But how do I also increase my income to keep up with inflation? And Wendy, that really brings about what we call a retirement investment dilemma. Yeah, and it can be a dilemma. Trying to find the different ways to protect your savings from inflation presents a unique challenge to just about anyone who's currently retired or within 10 years of retirement. Younger people like us, Tony, we have time on our side. You know, we can take more chances with riskier investments than hopefully will generate higher returns for us to keep up with inflation. But this isn't really true the closer you become to retirement. 
Returns from the stock market have generally been very good over the long term, and we've seen this and we know this to be true, but really older individuals may not have the time it takes to recover from the next market crash. So we've seen the recovery times, right? We've of 2008, and we knew it took, you know, 16 months or so, and then there was our pandemic, you know, month and a half now and came back very quickly but again it's time you have to have time on your side and when your future retirement security is on the line it can be a big mistake to have all your eggs in the stock market basket the problem is that with interest rates so low it's difficult now to find ways to keep your retirement savings safe and at the same time earn the return you need to offset inflation if, for example, let's say that you lock all of your savings up in an account that only earns an interest rate annually of 1%, and right now that sounds pretty good, right? But it's only 1%. You've kept your principal safe from market losses, true, but you've also guaranteed a loss in purchasing power if the rate of inflation averages more than 1%. So you have to take a look at this. And I think over time we've heard this. Our parents said, you know, a gallon of gas was only a quarter, you know, so many years ago. And we've seen that to be true, right? Things just cost more now. And they'll probably cost more in the future. I mean, the price of things just goes up. So that's what we're talking about with purchasing power. It's not that necessarily the good. Well, I guess was the goods are improved. We've seen cars get better over time, I suppose, you know, it's not necessarily crank on the front of the old Ford Model <laughs> T anymore, you know, but that purchasing power definitely is something we have to pay attention to. And when inflation goes up and over the long term, this loss is devastating as you could suffer by investing in the stock market. You know, in terms of that loss of purchasing power, a million dollars growing at the rate of just 1% would only be worth about $668,000 after 20 years. That's a cut. And if that money's pre-tax, Tony, there's taxes on top of that. So purchasing power plays a big deal. You know, it's about a third of original value. And the only difference between this kind of a loss compared to stock market loss is that inflation eats away at retirement security over a longer period of time. But it, to your point, it can be devastating over time. I don't, do, Wendy, do you remember my first tank of gas when I was 16 was 74 cents a gallon? Do you remember yours? Hey, podcast fans. If you're ready to take the next steps to create your Retirement Ready Roadmap, then visit us at retirementreadyshow.com. Here you can download educational white papers, sign up for educational no-obligation workshops, or schedule your complimentary consultation. Also, don't forget to follow us and like us on Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. Now back to the podcast. You know, I think it was probably around there. I remember going on spring break. So what would that be? I'm not going to tell you how many years ago that was. <laughs> but in college, I remember celebrating. We went um, to New Orleans. And I think we were in Missouri. And I think it was like 32 cents. And I was like cheering. And my roommates are like, what are you doing? I was very conscious of that. You know, with my car, I was paying for the gas. And that Heck was a big yeah. deal. You know, 74 to 32. We've already over, you know, more than doubled there. Now we look at the pump and it's like, whoo. I'm driving that Yukon XL, Tony, and I tell yeah, you, it's yeah, a little painful it sometimes. You. It gets you. So I want to go through, Wendy, a couple of ways that you can kind of inflation-proof your retirement. And step number one is this concept of Social Security optimization. So one of the best first steps for inflation-proofing it is to optimize Social Security retirement benefits. Social Security is unique among all income sources because it provides lifetime income with a cost of living adjustment. 
the average Social Security retirement benefit in 2021 was $1,565 a month. But because the cost of living increase went up this year, the monthly payment goes up to, on average, $1,657. While this $92 increase is sure to help many retirees offset higher prices, think of how much more it will be for those who had optimized their base benefit amount. The maximum Social Security benefit for someone retiring in 2021 was between 2324 and 3895 the fortunate person with the larger benefit will see it grow to $4,125. That's an increase of $230 a month. And while not everybody is eligible for that maximum number, it can be useful to consider that there's a wide range of benefits that you might be eligible to claim between the $1,565 average and the maximum benefit. And the facts are that majority of people are shortchanging themselves when it comes to optimizing these benefits. Instead, they end up losing tens of thousands or even hundreds of thousands of dollars that they might have otherwise been eligible to receive had they used the more optimized claiming strategy. And when it comes to inflation, there's a lot at stake here. The person with an average benefit gets an increase of $92, while the person with maximum benefits gets a extra $230 per month when you're working on your retirement plan. If your advisor fiduciary is not running a social security optimization, really important to find somebody that can do that for you. You want to know the ways to get the most out of social security. And then Wendy, the next step to inflation proof your retirement is assessing your portfolio's risk. And I think this is a key component, Tony. Risk is so subjective. You know, so many people don't really think about this. And you know, as life expectancies improve, there's the increased possibility that someone could definitely outlive their assets. And inflation makes that challenge an uphill battle. Over the long run, owning stocks might be a good way to protect savings from the effects of inflation. While companies aren't immune to rising prices, they can pass on those costs to consumers, making inflation a wash for stock market returns. Goods cost more, you're making more in the market, that's a wash. But we can also expect that stock prices will be volatile during times of inflation as well. And volatility can be especially harmful for any retiree who relies on their investments to provide their monthly income. When stock prices are down, a greater number of shares must be sold to provide the same amount of income. Market crashes occurring just before or after a person retires can be particularly devastating to a portfolio and can greatly accelerate the risk that you might outlive your savings. And this is something that we review and go through the what-if scenarios and really talk about this in depth with clients. You know, to avoid this risk of outliving your savings, some choose to not have any of their savings invested in stocks. Instead, they deposit most or all of their money in government bonds, CDs, or some other investment that guarantees the safety of principal. But in today's low interest rate environments, Tony, this can mean they're simply trading that risk for market losses or, again, that risk of inflation, which is something we know is upon us right now and something that can be very devastating. It's important to stress test your portfolio. Get that professional risk assessment. You know, go through things, talk about different things. You know, you need to know if your present investments expose your retirement savings to an imprudent level of stock market volatility 
where does your level of anxiety really start to come into play? You know, for us, it's not, you know, good or bad. We want our clients to be comfortable, to understand their risk, to know that it's for the long term, that they aren't going to have that emotional play in their portfolio that, again, would have that, you know, sell low and buy high. We don't ever want to time the market. We're looking long term. We want to plan to age 100. We want everybody to do the things they want to do. And you want, you know, because you don't want to be too conservative. You know, you really want to look at that market volatility. Where's that sweet spot that you want to be invested so that you can weather some market downturns, go through some inflation time periods, you know, because either extreme can increase exposure to that same risk. And again, we don't want anybody, you know, outliving their assets. And if you're working with a fiduciary, maybe you're working on a written retirement and income plan, a retirement ready roadmap. This is something that should also be tested. We, they should be taking a look at your emotional risk, the risk you're comfortable taking, comparing your current portfolio to see, am I taking the level of risk I'm comfortable with? And if not, giving you some suggestions or ideas on what you might want to do to improve that. And what do the third inflation proofing step is having that retirement and income plan. The best inflation strategy is to hope for the best, but plan for the worst. So how exactly do you plan for inflation? You want to start by estimating your expenses in retirement, not just the money you'll need to pay your bills, but what would you also like to spend for all the enjoyable things like travel, pursuing your hobbies that you might not have had time to do while you were still working. And what we know for sure is that inflation will increase the cost of both your essential and non-essential living expenses. What we don't know is the rate of inflation or to what degree these prices may change over time. That's why it's proper retirement income planning is so important. The method we use is to assume a certain rate of inflation and use it to project how your cost of living might rise in the future. So for example, if you're currently retired, we would take your present cost of living or what we would take is an assumed cost of living if you were to retire in the future. And then we project an increase to those expenses over time, assuming a certain rate of inflation. We then match those increasing expenses with the retirement assets you have available to generate that future income. And we use various assumptions regarding growth rates of those assets. And the goal is to match the expenses to the projected income to see in the future years if there might be a shortfall in how long your retirement assets last. The benefits of developing a retirement income plan is that we have the ability to monitor the plan to make sure you're on track when it comes to meeting your lifetime income needs. Here's another example. If the projections in your plan use 3% as the assumed rate of inflation, causing your expenses to rise, but in the future years we found that in fact the actual rate of inflation was 3.5%, it would be extremely important to make periodic adjustments right? You don't want to kind of create a plan. You want ongoing planning, things that ebb and flow, make mid-course corrections as things change. And if the growth of your retirement assets hadn't also kept up, then you might need a way to find a, to, to reduce your expenses. The advantage of monitoring your plan on a regular basis is it allows you to always know if there might be a problem, and if so, immediately make appropriate adjustments. When done in a timely manner, the needed adjustments are often small and less disruptive to your retirement life, but people without a plan never really know about their future retirement security, whether it's at risk until there's a problem, and usually it's a very big problem like running out of money. 
The key is that your retirement income plan must be specific and most important, it must be in writing. Otherwise, it'll be impossible to monitor the plan and even know if you're on track. Now, Wendy, you and I have been doing this for years. and I won't say how long. We won't age ourselves. But we've literally helped hundreds of thousands of families with retirement planning. Often when we first meet with a new family, they come to us without a written retirement income plan. It's one of the first things that we believe needs to be done. Otherwise, you're just guessing about your retirement and your future. Retirement is way too important to just let it happen. You need to have a retirement-ready roadmap if you want to make it to your destination. And if you want to do more than just guess about your future, do yourselves a favor and develop that retirement income plan. I know you'll appreciate it throughout your retirement. And most importantly, we appreciate you tuning in. You've been listening to the Retirement Ready Show. Hey, podcast fans, if you're ready to take the next steps to create your Retirement Ready Roadmap, then visit us at retirementreadyshow.com. Here you can download educational white papers, sign up for educational no-obligation workshops, or schedule your complimentary consultation. Also, don't forget to follow and like us on Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. Thanks for tuning in. Drake & Associates LLC is an independent financial services firm that utilizes a variety of investment and insurance products. Advisory services offered through Drake & Associates LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Any references to protection, safety, or lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities or investments. Insurance guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims-paying abilities of the issuing carrier. This podcast is intended for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be used as the sole basis for financial decisions, nor should it be construed as advice designed to meet the particular needs of an individual's situation. Drake & Associates LLC is not permitted to offer. No statement made during this show shall constitute tax or legal advice. Our firm is not affiliated with or endorsed by the U.S. government or any governmental agency. The information and opinions contained herein provided by third parties have been obtained from sources believed to be reliable, but accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed by Drake & Associates LLC.